You're ready to be premature wow, all over again. Wow, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Licking okay. gin balls. It's just going to be a vicious cycle. Who knew the job was pro bono? I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn, you're killing me. My SEAL Team 6 went to SEAL Team 12. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. The fight you get better. Well, I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I... debate begin. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for yet another phenomenal episode. Man, I do sound, sound stuffed up. This fucked up shit. Uh, so, yeah, the four horsemen are back in the studio. Hopefully you have enjoyed the last few weeks of all of the episodes that we have released. We have another good one for you today. Uh, before we jump into that, though, I, I did want to say just a quick thing about today's episode. Grinch made this kind of fundamentally aware about this particular thing way back when we started this whole journey on this podcasting process. And it was about any topic that we covered. I, I won't put it as poetically as you did Grinch, but it really wasn't about for you, any information that you got, it wasn't about the first take, right? It wasn't about who got to market first with whatever the story was. Uh, and so I think this one bears that because at the release of this episode, what we're going to talk about has has occurred. Uh, and, and really for us, it's our personal perspective on the matter. It isn't about getting there first, being the first person to talk about it. I don't think it makes it any less relevant of a topic, but I did think that was a valid point Grinch that you made years ago that look, it isn't always about getting there first. You just got to get there. Right. And I think that's what we're going to do today. And we're going to do it justice regardless. But before we do that, gentlemen, how is everybody doing? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this. Let me break it down for you. Let me tell you yeah. how it's doing. Yeah. In case you weren't sure, it is still alcohol-free April for us here at A Spirited Debate uh, per our challenge. So yeah, uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy. This one will be interesting. No alcohol. And as we, I think, have shown, alcohol is it's not needed. Oh, what we do key, here, yeah. I mean, it is just all natural. It may so, not be needed, but it's definitely warm. It definitely helps. Uh, so, yeah. It's been weighed. It's helps. been measured. It's been found wanting. There you go. Well, I, I am personally Overrated. Curious. I am personally curious, being as it is alcohol-free April, what uh, what are you guys drinking today? I'd love to go around the studio and just find out what each of the horsemen is drinking. So, uh, I'm going to start with you, Mac. Uh, what exactly is it that you are drinking today, seeing that alcohol is off the table? Yeah, I, I, I didn't go with this whole thing because... He said, fuck that. I was drinking. I, I just, I'm going to go ahead and tell Grinch. We, we made this shit up. You're the only one not drinking, brother. That's, this You're is punishing you for I'm making a, us better, do this challenge. I'm a better man for it. For not drinking? So, yeah. Or being gullible? Both. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like that would, that, would, that would send him on the tour to come around and slap each and every one of us in the face if we actually did that. So. Hey, if it'll get him to visit. Who's here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my! Oh, oh it'll my. be like okay. uh, you know I like it rough, Daddy. <laughs> Freaking Jay and Silent Bob at the end. Did you write? <laughs> you know, like tackling him and shit. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, back on track. So, what are you drinking? Yeah, so I'm, I made a Long Island iced tea today. There you go. And what's heavy on the tea? Heavy on the tea. Completely light on the Long Island. Light on the Long. <laughs> heavy on the tea. Yep. Sweet Homemade, tea or unsweet? Uh, it is sweet. 
Uh, cut back on the uh, the sugar a little bit though, um, so it's not what you're used to having when you come to visit. So instead um, of what a cup, it's just shy of a cup. What are we saying here? Scraped a yeah, few granules yeah, like, off the top, know, and took, that's less. I took like three granules out of it when I when I measured it out. <laughs> so no, it's maybe like two thirds a cup oh, for okay. the whole uh, the whole shooting match. So um, so no alcohol. You went with a Long Island iced tea. Tea minus the Long Island. Yes. Yummy. Who, hey, I love me some sweet tea, as Haas will attest to when he and I worked downtown Atlanta in the late 90s, Jesus, man. Bro. I don't know how your teeth are still in your head. The mm-hmm. mezzanine across from where we worked at, in yeah, on the Macy's. upper floor of Macy's had yeah. the best sweet tea, hands down. Nice. They really did, no doubt. It was I mean, diabetes in a cup. Dude, it wouldn't make <laughs> my teeth hurt. Point of it, right? You'd take a sip and your teeth would hurt. <laughs> you pour it and it poured like a syrup. It was viscous. It there was, was that so much sugar. Oh, jeez, that's almost too much. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, all right, Dor- Long Dor- Island Ice Tea. Couldn't be happier about that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Long Island Ice Tea. Let's move on. Haas, what about you, brother? What did you decide to bring to the table today? I'm drinking uh, water <laughs> with some with water. some orange orange bitters and some uh, HTO uh, croutons. HTO croutons. What are those? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> A lack of alcohol has got you fucked up. I'm telling you, there's there is way too much blood in my alcohol right now. <laughs> it's unacceptable. Yeah, the balance unacceptable. is off. That's it. Uh, yeah, you I actually was reading put, that article while I was trying to talk. You actually did put bitters in it. Uh, no, it's just more oh, soda and okay. water. Thought you were yeah. being funny. No. All right, uh, Grinch. No, did about you, you brother? Did you oh, make sorry. that orange soda yourself? I mean, hands I, I did from from and... the from the tree uh, the oranges from the trees in uh, Thor's yard. yard yeah. Yeah. I got you. He mailed them to you. Nice. Just, car- just carbonated it up along the way, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just yeah. let the plane shake it. <clears throat> uh, I I am drinking a drink called Anger that I'm told Anger. is better than drinking an alcohol drink, <laughs> 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 otherwise known as fucking Sprite. <laughs> Sprite. Uh, hey man, uh, is that is a Sprite? What is, no caffeine, right? Is that the one that's no caffeine, right? Yeah, yeah it doesn't have yeah, caffeine. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's probably good for you. Probably good for you. I, I am drinking, obviously, H2O uh, with a side of H2O. Nice. So, uh, yeah, trying to stay healthy. Look, the, the no alcohol thing wasn't my idea, guys. So, I'm just saying. You're still getting blamed for it. Though. I know you can shoot. <laughs> but the now messenger. we're all on this island, going, "Who the fuck <laughs> thought of this shit?" <laughs> we already, we already, we already burned. What the island ships. are we? Yes, on? dear, are I'm coming. Love Island. <laughs> love Island. Love Island. There's no love here. I don't think. <laughs> no, there's not. All right. I mean, so we... I think we can do this. I think this is a good thing. It is. Here, think about it this way. Come May first. Yes. You go to take that first sip of whatever. First of all, you'll already have the pecking order of what you want to have. Right? It'll show you what's most important in your drinking life. Second of all, it's not going to take much to get you there. So it's going to reduce the bill of what it costs you every month to do this. Yeah, but I already have a ton of shit at the house. Now I'm just sitting there going, <laughs> sitting there staring well, at everything. Well, I feel you. I've got an entire yeah, I got an entire bar here that like I go. Did you not just, see I the gin palace? Sad. The pictures of the oh, gin man, palace. That thing was beautiful. Right. Wow. Yeah, I saw visions of heaven. Okay, look, the upshot here is you only got to make it to April 30th. April 30th is a Saturday. Grinch, you can even stay up till midnight, Mm. 12.01 Sunday morning, Mm. and plow through whatever you want. (laughs) Well, that just seems pathetic. Should I do that? Well, I guess it beats going to bed at 8.30 because you have nothing else to do. Here's what I'll do, though. I'll I'll get up at 6 in the morning to have a drink with you. you. Oh, oh, there we go. We all get on and have a drink. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. toast to a new month. I'm over here at breakfast. Do you like a mimosa? Bloody Mary. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Water's fine. Was the wife was the wife having one? <laughs> no, I took okay. uh, She's actually doing uh, she's supporting an event. So the girls and I went. But I will say this. The croissant beignets with hazelnut spread were fucking amazing. Is it more than make up for the lack of alcohol? Oh, damn. It was, it was, it was, it was spiritual. Where is this? Uh, it's, it's a local restaurant. Okay. Um, they designed their own menu and they have these croissant beignets that they make and uh, Sounds good. sugar and the hazelnut spread. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who needs alcohol when you've got that? Fair. Yes. Yeah. Either way, you're going to pack on the calories. Nom, so. nom, nom, nom. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, uh, you know what? Let's not let that stand in the way. Cheers to you, gentlemen. Um, yeah. Cheers. Yeah, wow. no. Skull, pros, <laughs> cheers, salute. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Somebody's. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this hard, top- hard no. Hard, hard no. Uh, all right. So the topic of the week is, that, again, as I do many a time, uh, depending on our topic, in case you've been living under a rock, is this is something that occurred last week, and it was uh, the slap heard around the world. Uh, obviously, whatever you want to call it, slap gate. Uh, the, the slapping of Chris Rock at the Oscars by none other than Will Smith. And so we thought we would go ahead and give our perspective on this situation. The memes have been flying back and forth. The articles have been flying back and forth. Uh, obviously, it is everywhere right now. And so we thought we should dedicate our hour to it, talk about it, and give the world our perspective and leave it at that. So that's what we're going to talk about. So it is Slapgate, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. First and foremost, I just like to say, regardless of what happens here today, regardless of who gets Will Smith on this show, kudos, 100% kudos to how Chris Rock handled that situation. I just want to put that out there for him. The man has a fucking anvil for a chin because he got fucking slapped, but didn't miss a beat. Didn't grab his face. I mean, I, I mean he kind of missed a little bit of a beat, which is understandable because I mean, shock, value, shock. shock value alone. You're going to miss a beat. Right. But uh-huh. the, for the him montage. to come back and go. Sorry, Hoska. I was going to say for him to come back and just be like, wow. Okay. Yeah. That, that Will happened. Smith just I, slapped I, the shit slapped, out of me. It just sucked <laughs> me in the mouth and the yeah. face. Yeah. I don't know about the three of you. And this is something I was talking to my family about because they were like, oh, it was staged. It was probably staged, you know, because he then turns around and wins for King Richard, where the father is kind of overbearing, super protective of his family. Right. So everybody was like, oh, was this staged? A, if that's how you chose to stage it by the ensuing violence, that's fucked up. But I can tell you, if I were Chris Rock and we were backstage and they're like, hey, we want to do this little bit and Will's going to come up and slap you. I would be like, nay, because the, there is something about like, if he comes up and punches me, that's one thing. Getting slapped, the humiliating thing about getting slapped as an individual, uh, that's a no-go for me. Like, I don't, I have an issue with my face like that. Like, you don't slap me. I would be like, no. And they're like, oh, well, you wouldn't. I'm, no, you're not slapping me. I don't give a fuck what the intent is. I don't care if it's a joke nothing that's just that's come up and punch me punch me in the stomach punch me in the face you are not slapping me there's just something humiliating and degrading about that and my kids like what about getting spit on i'd rather get spit on than slapped in the fucking face because if i'm chris rock i don't keep my cool i just i can't separate myself from that so yeah just that being said i just want to say the quick kudos to chris rock for handling like a fucking gentleman and i did i read an article um this week uh where he had been on a, uh, and I can't, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the podcast, but it was with uh, David Spade and Dana Carvey. 
Yes. Um, about a year ago now. And he talked about his anger issues and how he's had to deal with them. So I'm sure, you know, he was, I don't think, you know, you, you can never be prepared for something like that, but, you know, I, I think he kind of, you know, was, was well-trained enough to handle. Cause you, cause you're right. Right. I mean, first of all, if I see somebody bearing down on me like that, you know, even if I don't know what necessarily what's going on, I'm not going to stand there with my hands behind my back, you know, right. I'm gonna square up a little bit and be like, okay, brother, what's, what's going be on? Be prepared because the way he's walking to the stage. <laughs> yeah. Was with yeah. yeah. Pick up on the body language, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Read the room three fifths of NSYNC. Do you, think <laughs> yeah. that he, do you think Chris Rock really didn't think that Will Smith was going to like uh, assault him? Like maybe he was just coming up to say something, you know, uh, to get, have a verbal think that, altercation. I, yeah, I, I mean, I think, so. think you can't imagine that that's what's going to happen in that moment in front of everybody. Right. I Never mean, mind everybody in the auditorium, everybody watching around the world or around the United States or wherever this is telecast. Yeah. And, and I'm not I mean, I'm saying this, but I'm not trying to draw a connection from it. When the man is up for was it best actor. Yes. Yeah. Then it stands to reason he's going to be near the front, if not the front. Mm-hmm. And so as the comedian approaches the event, I'm sure they're very aware of the seating chart of who's going to be where. And that probably affected, you know, the, the, the scripting of the humor. So in terms right. of like, you know, conspiracy, um, like I'm just not buying it. It doesn't make sense to me. It's just weird. You know, in yeah, terms but- of the consequences to Will Smith at this point of resigning from the Academy, canceling movies that are in the hopper. Yeah, clearly you yeah, can tell now it's yeah. not staged. It's not now. But I, I will say at the time, I, I mean, because I'm thinking to myself, like, and we kind of touched on this, is if someone comes at me, I'm at least at bare minimum getting in a defensive position. Right. Chris Rock didn't do that. I mean, like the the, the cojones and the balls on that guy. And, and like you said, the word, the, the, the chin, the iron chin of that dude is like – it's impressive because I, again, I don't know if he was in shock that it was happening. And then obviously I think he was probably in shock after it happened a little bit. Um, but I wonder how different we would think about the situation had they like tussled, right? Like had Chris Rock gotten in a defensive position and maybe taken a couple jabs at him after he swung at him or something. Yeah, that I don't know. And again, obviously everything we talk about here is speculation from, from our point in terms of what we know, what we've seen. It's the same thing as everybody else being as close to this as we are. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess for me, the thing was everybody's like, oh, well, it was staged. And I think somebody, I don't know, maybe it was you, Grinch, but somebody sent it out. And I saw it when it happened, watching the video. He tells the joke. And if you don't know the joke, all he simply says is, you know, Jada, love you. Can't wait to see you in um, G.I. Jane 2. Right? That's the joke. Funny or not, that's the joke. When the camera pans to them, Will's laughing. Mm-hmm. He's laughing the whole time. You see her roll her eyes and look at him. Now the camera cuts back to Chris and he continues to go on. And then he says, oh, hey, here comes Will. I don't know, obviously, because we don't get the camera footage. What occurred when he mm-hmm. then looks at her, what she's doing? Does she say something? I can't believe oh. you're going to let him disrespect me. Or yeah, I, I, think, I think we've all been in a situation similar to that where where your wife's eyes can say, you know, a thousand words and, and you realize, oh shit, I shouldn't have been laughing at that probably. And I probably need to go yeah, do something about it. I think you're right, man. I don't think Will Smith, regardless of what she, what Jada may or may not have said to him, I don't think he was necessarily mad at Chris Rock. I think he was <laughs> mad at himself for laughing at the joke and not having his wife's back initially. Like he was mm. mad and embarrassed 
that she was mad <clears throat> and embarrassed. And again, uh, like they interviewed Billy Crystal, second only to Bob Hope in the number of Oscars that he has hosted as a comedian. That is kind of the shtick. They go up, they it's they poke new. fun at the actors that are that are up for Oscars. I mean, that is what they do. Now, I agree. People will make the argument. Well, he didn't poke fun at Will. He poked fun at Jada. Doesn't matter. But again, in terms of like Grinch, you said seating perspective, they're down front, probably an easy target. Who knows? You know, in terms of putting jokes together, what you're going to say. But it's just it's one of those things where I, I didn't think it was dastardly. It wasn't malicious in terms of what he said. And then her reaction obviously fuels Will. If it was embarrassment on Will's part, was it embarrassment because he didn't have his wife's back? Or was it like, OK, she just now called me out in front of the, all the other people at our table. Mm hmm. And now he's embarrassed for that. I mean, who knows? Yeah, because there wasn't, I don't think there was malicious intent on no. Chris Rock's part at I all. Either. I don't either. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I mean, I think just, uh, we'll probably pull that thread in a little bit um, in terms of where those shows have gotten. I mean, when you bring on folks like Ricky Gervais and others who have who who've, who've clearly personalized it. I mean, yeah, Ricky Gervais was calling out like the entire community, you know, right. Yeah. You talk about uh, weaponizing words, right? It, 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 <laughs> right. It, and it comes down to the, like I, the, the weird kind of funny analogy I was thinking about was um, if you remember in the movie wedding crashers, I know it seems like a funny pivot. She comes up to him. I, uh, what's her name? The actress. Uh, she's in um, shake uh, Sherlock Holmes. She was, was in uh, the thing with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Notebook. I know who you're talking about. I can't think you're of right. Name. But yeah. she comes up to him and shows him her like uh, um, bridesmaid speech. Right. And he's like, you're going to fall flat. Like this humor only works if there's like a little bit of truth, but it's all tongue in cheek. Like, you know, like you can poke it with you. good intent in, in humor and not poke in such a way that's that's almost crossing the line into cruel. Right. And so I think there's two parts to this. There's one, why has this, this, these events come to be associated with you're hoping that the host stirs up controversy and like makes stinging comments throughout. Like that doesn't make sense to me of like, okay, it's a community that doesn't have a lot of humility. I get that. They're actors. Like they're able to put themselves in other places and they have a lot of money and they're in a community that's surrounded by those people. I'm sorry. That's not going to push up the ratings. That isn't why people aren't watching. Right. <laughs> Which is another reason I think they speculated this was part of that because the Oscars for the last few years have struggled mightily in terms of getting viewership that they used to have that they once had. And so that's, I think why a lot of people immediately wow. went there and go, this can't be real. And I can and, tell and you why. Why some of that is probably happening is because, you know, they're not on a streaming service. Nobody has cable anymore. Right. You want to be relevant, stay relevant. You know, go oh. go to a streaming platform and, and, and you know, <clears throat> air your award ceremony. Yeah. I mean, that's another saying, option. And I'm not saying there shouldn't be awards. Uh, I mean, I I I think there's some good uh, intent behind them for recognizing truly exceptional work. But that doesn't mean I don't get fatigue from these guys and you know gals patting themselves on the back over yeah, exactly. and over and over again. Right. And it's like <sighs> you I just think, you kind of get tired of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think one takeaway here that I have, and we, you know, we can talk about this for a second though, is why, why was nothing really done? You know, have we, and, and several other comedians <laughs> have talked about this and you, you can look back at, you know, um, sporting events, the malice at the palace, you know, years ago, right. At what point is it, have you crossed that line and, and some punishment should be doled out, right? Will Smith had no business walking up on that stage at that time, at that time and intervening, you know, when, when he did that and he slapped him, that is, I mean, that is considered assault. If I had been sitting in there, you know, just Joe, Joe Schmo and I walked up and slapped Chris Rock, you'd be going, I'd have been let, right. let out I mean, handcuffs. That's a great point. I, I remember thinking the next day, where the, where the fuck was security? Right. More importantly, where were the cops? Yeah. Because they, you know, I heard, I read an article where, or saw where the producer of the Oscars came out, did an interview and said, well, we asked Chris, if he wanted Chris Rock, if he wanted to press charges. And he was like, yeah, no, no, I don't think, hold on. We just saw a, an assault, like millions of people yeah. witnessed the live assault right. occur. The, the city and the county in which that, that presentation took place, they can press charges. Right. So why, but, why, why weren't they there doing something? And, and here's the other thing. The, the Academy came out and said, well, you know, after the incident, you know, we did go to his, his agent and him and asked him to leave. No, and he refused. Uh, you don't ask him to leave. You tell him. And guess what? You just cost yourself the ability to, you know, and, and I know they've had discussions about, you know, rescinding the Oscar nomination or the Oscar. But he should now. have never been there to. But he shouldn't have been there to get it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I know one of the things I saw, it was either the next day or the day after that. It was fairly quickly as they came out is once the incident occurred, the governing body of the Academy were trying to convene. Okay, that kind of threw me. Um, yeah. The governing body were trying to convene prior to the drawing of the best actor and make a decision about removing him from it. But apparently from the time that occurred to the, the announcement of best actor, not enough time. It didn't give them enough time to convene because they were all spread out all over the auditorium and they would have to get together, discuss it, weigh their options and then pull him. They said it was, it w- didn't give us enough time to make that call before it was announced. And, and so now I think that is why the consideration and investigation of do we rescind the award uh, came after that because it was like we didn't get a chance to. Pull yeah, it's, it's you know it's video referee, right? You know you you have a chance now to go back and try and make it right, right? When you miss the call in the moment. And again, it, it, that all hinged on their policy mm-hmm. based on violence, and of course, this occurring on national TV in front of a packed house. And yeah, but it's I not saw just an interview. Their, yeah, I saw it's just an interview. Not their policy on violence. So I mean, it's to to Haas's point. I mean. You know that that's the government's policy on violence. That's right. that's assault. I mean, you know, I would think that legal would say that is the picture perfect definition of assault. Of assault, right? Like, I mean, for example, when a criminal act takes place, the offend the offended person or persons don't have to necessarily press charges right. for the government to right. come forward and do their duty to protect and right. serve by bringing someone. Put, bringing charges against someone and you know taking them to trial. Yeah, no, I agree, and it, I mean it's it's pretty much their job to do that. I mean it's it's to protect and serve because you don't know he could be afraid of you know some sort of retaliation or something. You know if if, if he decides to press charges against Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You know I 
I just think that there's a lot to unpack there. If you're a comedian going forward now, you know, are you going to be, you know, well, maybe I can't tell that joke, you know, or, or maybe I should, you know, alter that joke a little bit. I, I hope not because at the end of the day, they're just jokes. People need to, you know, be able to laugh at themselves to some extent. Well, and, and here's the thing. Will Smith has done comedy. Like, so you would right. think as someone who is a, can we say a seasoned actor, a seasoned comedian? I think so. Yeah. No, well, a seasoned he, actor. Yeah. I mean, he knows, he knows the stick. He knows what this is. This is, it's not like this is his first rodeo. Like, well, I mean, I just, I, the whole thing just boggles my mind that, that it occurred. It was able to occur. And then the fact that he was able to just continue to sit there and enjoy being well, at the Oscars. Oh, think, oh, and then receive one and, and, you know, get to get to hop up at the podium and think, everybody and be happy about it like no you don't get to have that moment after you assault somebody on live television and really after you assault anybody you shouldn't then get a reward right i mean it sends a horribly wrong message yeah and i had something really important i was going to say and of course now i've forgotten it sorry buddy um that's all right but yeah i just you have to be willing to laugh at yourself i mean god forbid this was chris rock with you know what I think was a mild joke, you know, what if, you know, what if Grinch's favorite comedian, Anthony Jesnick had been hosting the awards? Oh, oh. I mean, you know, <laughs> there would have been a whole line of people up there uh, ready to smack him. It would have well, been an airplane. But, the movie like, airplane. Like they're all lined up. Earlier, when Ricky Gervais did it, I mean, he was brutal. Oh, he was brutal. He was hysterical. I loved oh, it. Was, I wish oh, they'd bring me back. I, but I yeah, he was brutal. But I think to me, maybe the other thing, you know, we've touched on it before. Um, and some of our podcasts is what what kind of snapped? I mean, you have to think that a rational person would be able to separate and say, okay, I see what you did there. It was uncalled for. And we're going to have a discussion off stage about this, you know, and yeah. maybe that comes to fisticuffs at that point. But to just walk up on stage in front of a live audience you know, and, and Thor, I think you said it. I mean, I think that goes out to the world, you know, and, and just slap somebody like that and then go back and sit back down. Yeah, sh- um, he strutted. I mean, if you look, yeah, yeah. Like, he struts off, you know, yeah, like, like he was proud of himself. Yeah. And then yeah. 15 um, minutes later is up there crying while accepting the award for best actor mm-hmm. to go from you, laughing at the joke to aggression to yelling and screaming to crying. I'm like. That's not well, a that's natural. You I mean, if there's some, may, if there's some, you know, maybe some issues that you know the public doesn't know about. Yes, there's some mental, mental health. Stuff. And again, I was thinking that. I don't want to get smacked by saying well, something here, so I'm going to tread lightly. But um, I, I think too. Know, I mean, they, we don't they know. Clearly, we just have to guess. They clearly have an unconventional marriage, right? Like they've talked about how, and she's clearly uh, Jada Pinkett Smith has come out and said she dated or was entangled in a relationship with, with one of her son's friends who's a rapper, right? And on top of that, I know when Tupac was alive, Jada Pinkett Smith and Tupac were super close. They came up together. I think she used to, they used to work sling, being, sling drugs together I think, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I don't, I'm not sure. They, she said that they never had a physical relationship. I don't know. But I know, I know um, Will Smith's come out and said that he's always been felt emasculated by that relationship. And so I wonder how much of this is that. Like, I mean, it's clearly, 
there's clearly some disconnect in their relationship where she holds a lot of power and he is constantly being kept in some kind of emasculated check or something. And this was his way of like feeling like a man. Cause this was definitely a lashing out thing that he did. Right. Right. Absolutely. And you know, when she did that whole entanglement with the young man, I don't know. She, she runs that Facebook live show, the table or something like that. The it's red table. The, red yeah, table where she, she has her own talk show and, and brought him on there at one point. And when you watch that, it's uncomfortable having him on there when they're discussing it. And you can definitely see like that. That's what being emasculated looks like. Like, I'm going to bring you on my show. You know, that's kind of her space. You're putting him in an uncomfortable situation, talking about an uncomfortable situation. And he's supposed to smile, you know, kind of grin and bear it for pretty, however pretty long that entire, went on. Uh, subgenre of porn dedicated to that, I believe. <laughs> right. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, according to an article by Insider that was published in October of last year, apparently he has wrestled with suicide based on mental issues that he's been dealing with. You mentioned that, and that's why I brought that up. You know, is there something, you know, is there some underlying problem? Again, I'm not saying that it makes it justifies what he did, but is there some underlying problem that, you know, the, nobody's aware of right now and may come out later that, you know, could have helped lead to and cause that, that reaction? I can speak from my perspective, having, having been in an unhealthy marriage previously, uh, I can... Uh, I feel bad for the guy. I can absolutely see where he could go from what everybody is claiming. Nicest guy in Hollywood would never do something like this to being in this situation. Because when you feel like you're getting beat down daily, your only recourse at some point to kind of take back control is to lash out at, mm -hmm. at obviously somebody that is not that person, even though they're the ones that deserve it. He he's not going to turn and slap the shit out of her. And I would never condone that, but it's like, he, he clearly felt the need to lash out to somebody. But like I said, to go from laughing to the violent display to crying, it's like that that's not an unhealthy uh, path in such a condensed yeah. amount of time. Clearly, there's an issue. And I'm sure the moment he swung in the moment that handmade contact in his mind, hopefully he was thinking, oh, fuck, <laughs> I don't think so, because no? I, I mean, if you just like Hollis mentioned, he could have strutted off stage, right? You know, and then got back down there and continued to scream profanity. Keep your wife's so, or my wife, your wife's name. Keep your wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah, okay. we were saying so, that at work yeah, all I mean, week. Was, <laughs> get, your, get this out of your fucking mouth. You know, <laughs> get that beer out your fucking mouth. Yeah. So no, I don't think certainly not. You know, immediately there was no remorse, um, and I don't think until he got pulled aside, you know, and talked to by some other people that that maybe he even think he thought he did anything wrong. Well, yeah, and I, I think, you know, on this roller coaster of emotion, it's amplified significantly instead of like you were at the bar, somebody said something, some things happened and then just decided to go back and like smack them. Right. It's <clears throat> this is live TV with a host who's having to keep the show moving. So I'm sure he was just in complete disarray as everybody else for a moment of like, probably thank god there's a teleprompter there right you know of what's going on and then you know you get a will smith who's still on live t tv sitting there like mulling like he's getting to watch the guy he just smacked for like the next however many minutes which is right. really weird if you think about it but you know i mean there was that article you know we talked about earlier in the week about toxic max masculinity and I'll, I'll just say i think what where you were going with that thor is where 
I connect the dot there, which is toxic masculinity is what manifested. You know, it isn't just he's toxically masculine. Like that's an example of what it looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. Which was he felt in that moment, you know, if we're taking things at face value, regardless of kind of where he was mentally, but in that moment, if he felt emasculated, but day to day, there's nothing to take that out on, then it just, it just, you know, the freaking tea kettle went full, full tilt, you know, and then it's like this blur probably in his mind of him walking up. It's just so happens. He can also now see it on replay over and over and over over for the rest of his fucking life. Well, that's what, that's what I told my wife. I'm like, if, if like, if Grinch and I are standing at the podium, next to each other and Grinch makes a comment. I'm right there, right? Reactionary. I turn, I slap you. That's not the same as I'm sitting 40 feet away and I've mm-hmm. now got to walk up to you all that time. I get to think about what's coming. Yeah. You've gone from knee jerk reaction to right. almost premeditated because uh-huh. premeditated. while it wasn't a long time, I mean, he had, you know, a walk, you know, of a good 15, 20 seconds easily to you get up know, on stage. Think about oh, what the hell did I do? You know, right. what am I doing? I'm walking up here. Well, you know, and, am I and really going to do this? That's why I was thinking about the seating chart. I bet one row different, it doesn't happen. But because there was Unless no blockade between him and the stage. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe. on and I don't know, but you right. know, I could just see that. Excuse me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I gotta go excuse see me. the shit out of somebody. I'll be right People are like, where are you going? <laughs> so I'm going to slap the shit out of that motherfucker. Of, <laughs> you know, if it wasn't premeditated, why did why did nobody there had to have been somebody standing around to say, oh shit, maybe we should st- maybe we should, we should run out there. And, and I guarantee you there probably will be from now on right. somebody at the uh, at the ready to uh, to prevent something like that. God forbid it were to happen again. Right. Well, I, I can it, tell you if I'm asked the host and I know I'm gonna do a bunch of jokes, the first thing I'm getting is two badass motherfuckers to be my security. Stand right there. Stand right. Yeah. There, stand right down uh, by the stage where the stairs are. Well, that brings up another chance. Yeah, I mean, that brings up another point, though, of, you know, will you continue to see jokes like that? We know we talked about it a little bit earlier, you know, or will the Academy come out and say, you know what, we're we're done with this, quote unquote, roast style of uh, presentation. Right. Um, We're going to go back to you go up there, you read out your card and that's it. And then you're off the stage after you're done presenting. But again, again, I, I think host presenters. They either poke fun at other people, they poke fun at themselves when they're up there. I mean, how a year after year, I'm I'm kind of getting sick exactly. and tired. What is this, I get tired 80th? of hearing it. Yeah, there's always a fucking Meryl Streep joke because she is it. It's like it's not an Oscars unless Meryl's here. Like it's like, okay, I'm, I'm fucking tired of Meryl. You know, but there's always jokes about her. I mean, and that's just kind of what they do. And yeah, I wash, I, rinse, and repeat. Right. right. This and, is not this you you knew what you were getting into when you showed up for the award ceremony. Right. And I, I said it this week. One of the things I thought was interesting was Kathy Griffin came out, who's a known comedian, and said, Now as comedians, we have to worry anywhere we go if we tell a joke, who's the next Will Smith? Do I wow. now have to be worried in any audience if somebody gets offended, they're gonna come up and slap me? Because how many times have we all seen comedians? They will yeah. make a joke about somebody right there in the audience. Hey, you, blah, blah, blah. Where are you from? But And then they'll they'll hammer on them. Now they got to worry yeah. that person's going to get up and do something. Well, and that's where I go back to, you know, the, you know, and you looked at the whole thing with, you know, the NBA when they had the, the thing with the Pistons and the Pacers, you know, and, yeah. and the players and getting you know, into the audience starting, you know, starting to separate, you know, I mean, it, there has to be some sort of a line. And, you know, does, does it become a ministry concert where the, the comedian performs behind the, you know, a fence, a, a fence. <laughs> I mean, but but I here's the know. thing, 
your MVP, if you're at a, at a basketball game and LeBron turns around and slaps the shit out of somebody, he's gone right then. That's there's no debate. The refs like you're gone. Right. If you hit somebody, even but, though he's there, he's their star fucking player. Are you talking about hitting another player or hitting a fan? Anybody. Either one. Well, if he I, lays hands in that way in a violent manner, a ref's like, you're gone, bro. See yeah. ya. Well, I, I get he's the MVP of your team and that sucks for your team. But how like you guys have said, why was Will Smith? No, they just said, hey, bro, fucking go. Yeah, you're you're done. Why, why did they yeah. ask him to leave? That's what boggles my mind. It's, no, just, I don't give a shit. He right, just assaulted done. somebody. He needs to leave. You have Tom well, the this- bouncer stand in front of him and go, I dare you to slap me. Get up. You're gone. Well, and that's that's no. really it, it's a key psychological difference in that the sport event reference in this case NBA has authoritative figures known as the referees, right. and there are rules. In that moment, and this is you know, and there have been studies about this of like the psychology of like groups, how if nobody steps up, like they all just kind of key off of each other, and that could be the fire alarm going off, but nobody leaves. Or a fight that nobody specifically is connected to, and they're all looking around, going, "Who's going to be the one? Who's going to break that up?" Right, and then, then, and then, this kind of formal, informal setting. You know, Chris Rock is almost the de facto authoritative figure because he's the one keeping this thing moving with the producer, you know, whispering in his ear or whatever. So I think there's in the moment, like I said, you're on live TV, so his first instinct was to kind of recover, keep this thing going. Now. <clears throat> What I would have expected is like on commercial break, you look back and those seats are empty. Yeah, because exactly. you know somebody takes steps and it's like, well, we feel the repercut, you know, fear the repercussions of the community or whatever. If you're on the right, like you know, the moral high ground in this case, which you would be, then you just stand by that. Like yeah. nobody is above the rules in this in this joint, you know. Yeah, and you wonder if. If it had been somebody else, you know, a lesser known actor, you know, w- would they have been escorted out immediately? Well, you know, know. Because it's Will the, Smith. Did the he get Academy a bit knows the Academy knows who's going to win the awards, right? Like they know. Yeah, they, like knew, they knew. Yeah. They knew he was going to win Best Actor. So you have to wonder if that was part of the decision too. Was well, we need to let him stay because he's going to win, mm-hmm. and but this again, is good for ratings for him to stay. Like. In my opinion, you like Max said, you tell him to leave. It's not negotiable. You don't ask. You're gone. When you get to best actor, if you open that envelope and it's him, you you tell the presenter backstage, like, look, if well, you, you know, open that and it's him, you Wanda just say. Sykes, Wanda Sykes was on Ellen the next day, and she said, I wanted him gone. Yeah. I want him gone. I don't know how he wasn't there. I was physically ill. She goes, I was more than willing to go out there. And she kind of cut a. A, a bit of a of a, of a laugh uh, when she said this down. She goes, "I was more willing to go out there. Sorry, Will couldn't be with us tonight. Right. Accept yeah. it. So the academy accepts <laughs> us on his behalf. Cut. Move on. That's and yeah. yeah, you make allowances for that. You say sorry, and even if it is, we are going to. You know, you don't necessarily take it away from him right then, but you don't allow him to come up and accept it. You don't allow him to have a platform to speak, and then. You just, as you said, Haas, the Academy makes accepts the award on behalf of Will Smith. Thank you very much. And we move on. Yeah. I don't, I don't think the Academy wanted to do that. I think they dropped the ball big time. Oh, I think so. Yeah, they did. And of course, then they come out afterwards and say, well, it's under investigation. We're going to review it and make a determination about whether we rescind his award. Well, then Whoopi Goldberg came out who sits on the board of governors for the Academy and said, 
we we haven't discussed it, but I don't see him losing his award. We're not going to take it to that level. Yeah, but whatever they happens, get rid of that won't Harvey happen. Harvey Weinstein's and didn't get rid of Roman Polanski's, and that. Let's be honest, what they did was pretty gross. Oh, it's a little bit. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, and, and so, I know it's his first. I know it's his first award, and unfortunately, that is now and forever tarnished. Even if they let him well, keep it, it's now it's not, tarnished. It's not just, Do you it's think he should get to keep it? Though. Uh, I think an example should be made. As Grinch said, no one's above the law. I think an example should be made. I think you take the award away from him. Regardless of the whole Harvey Weinstein and Polanski thing where they've gotten to keep theirs. Because let me ask you this. Shouldn't they retroactively take those away? Well, again, that's a weird situation. Harvey Weinstein doesn't win an award for anything Harvey does specifically. Well, right? as a like producer, Will, he's, he's won Oscars, right? Well, right, but but that's but he wins a de facto Oscar because his name's on the production board. Where Will has mm-hmm. to physically go out and do the work, he's got to stand in Fair front enough. of the camera, and he's winning for okay, his specific then Roman acting Polanski, jobs. He's a director; he actually physically goes out and does stuff, right? Yeah, and I agree. If that is the case, then they should rescind those because they haven't. I agree. They've also set a precedent. I don't know that he'll lose his, but I absolutely right. I think you should make an example. What other example can I, they make? This is sort of a weird rabbit hole in this but I, you just got me thinking about it Haas because my initial reaction is you know he put in the work you know he earned it and it's not like a valor award or like a good conduct award it's right. just the best performance but you know what, what you got me thinking about was are are there areas where I might say otherwise and in the high you know Weinstein certainly <clears throat> in that category but then I was thinking about like some of these actors that like uh, who's it Stanley Kubrick that supposedly just like was absolutely torturous to um, what's her name um, from uh, what what are we talking uh, about from the signing sorry from the signing. Uh, Shelley uh, is it Shelley Long oh, Shelley Long is it Shelley Duvall Shelley Duvall Shelley Duvall Duval was the female well, you know supposedly was yeah. like torturous to her to keep her in a state you know like that's almost cruel but you're right. like it's for art is that enough? You know, and I don't know in my head, um, but for at least Will Smith, I'm like, you know, look, he, he put in the work. I think he earned it. Like you said, it's just sullied now. Right. Know? And at the end of the day, yeah, if they don't take it six, yeah, one and a half dozen of the other, he's always going to have to live with the images always ingrained and that's never going away. And I think to Grinch's point, right. It's, it's an Oscar. It's not like, you know, he got some award for saving a bunch of people on a battlefield and then that didn't, you know, you find out that didn't actually happen. What it's if it was a lifetime what, achievement? What does award? it really matter? Again, a lifetime achievement. I, I think Grinch said it earlier. Is it really just these people patting themselves on the fucking back at the end of the day, giving yeah, themselves they take, awards? Then here's for, my point. They take really. a they take a lot of pride in getting this shit. Does he deserve yeah. to be celebrated and proud in this moment? Well, as I'm continuing to unpack this question, yeah. you know, where the next evolution of my thought was if he rescinds membership to the Academy, that could possibly be grounds for, well, then if you're no longer a member, you know, I, I don't know. But you were I mean, a member at the time you got the awards. Right. I think it, you, you know, and this is, yeah, right. And this is the thing, like when you don't have a precedent to go off of, because my understanding is like the only time it ever came close to somebody charging the stage was like fucking John Wayne in like the sixties or something. It was some, thing he didn't agree with you know and that doesn't mean he was going out to like just start decking people i don't know but there's I, to my knowledge it's never happened otherwise no, and it's so not they're like we have nothing to go off of we're setting right. precedent right here exactly what, what, are you, what are you guys thinking about him uh will smith rescinding 
um, his membership with the academy. It, it, it reminds me when we talked about retirement, it strikes me as a curious emotional decision that the head hasn't caught up with. It's just, it's just kind of damage control spin. And who knows what kind of environment's in that house right now. <laughs> How yeah, much see, I think of it more of a, I'm probably going to get kicked out anyway. I'm going to do it on so my let own me leave on my terms. Right. Yeah, kind of, kind of which, which honestly maybe. is almost, to me is almost childish. I think it, look, you know, you did wrong. You stand up, you face the music. If they rescind that, then that's on them. If they take your award, that's on them, right? You, you have to, you pay the piper. I imagine you need to face the music and quit being a little, uh, being a punk ass about it. Grinch. I think you're right. I think a lot of it probably is damage control. It's not just him making that decision as publicist, his manager, his agent going, dude, we need to try to save face as much as possible. Um, Because I know he came out what the next day. And, and made the statement mm. saying, you know, I don't live my life in violence. I'm a peaceful person, whatever. And, and then his wife came out and said, we're all about healing. Really? Where was that the night before? Yeah, <laughs> because, because the other problem I have, and this goes back to, you know, what, a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now, when we talked about social media, you know, and we'll, we don't know. And, and quite frankly, I hope we never do know. Fuck social media. That's not where you, that's not where you apologize to somebody, you know, he needs to man up, make a phone call. And, and again, you know, we don't know that that maybe has happened in the background and, and we'll never know. And that's fine, too. But that, you know, if that doesn't happen, then, you know, I think there's a bigger problem here to just go on social media and say, eh, you know, I'm sorry to me. that That's bullshit. I, I will t- yeah, I will tell you the one chicken shit thing he did do, which irritated me in hindsight, the more I thought about it, is he did get up on stage to accept his award. And he said, I'd like to apologize to the Academy. And I'd like to apologize to everybody here in the audience. Not once did he Except say, for Chris. I'd like to apologize to Chris, mm-hmm. who I slapped the shit out of. Yeah. Bro, yeah. That's when you should have done it right there. Right. And if he didn't do that in that moment, and he hasn't been really sincere in his apology, because the apology read like something that the lawyer drafted. Or a PR oh, sure person, was, right? Yeah. Which right? I'm sure it didn't come happened. from him. It wasn't heartfelt and sincere, right? And I'm surprised because they said what Denzel and a number of other people pulled him aside as publicist and yeah, uh, and Tyler said, Perry, yeah, yeah, said, hey, bro, you, know, you kind of fucked up. That's those people should have said, you really when if you need to apologize to him, if nobody else. And like the fact that that didn't occur until the next day when you like you said somebody penned up a fucking response and he didn't actually say it. It just got posted. Yeah. Like that, that's that's it, really it just is, damage control. You're just spending right. it. It's just, it's a weird arc, especially when there's imagery of you like celebrating later that evening, right. you know, like, I don't know, man. Like it's just all over the map of, <laughs> of like, it, like it's almost, it, yeah, it's like a, this emotional, like, like moon cycle that's occurring like every 30 minutes. Yeah. You know? Mercury's <laughs> in retrograde. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's funny you put it like, cause I'm thinking to myself, I've done some, some pretty atrociously embarrassing things on Monday, things that I was not proud of. Um, at the moment, I didn't give a fuck. And I thought it was either going to be fun or funny or I was having a good time. And then soon after it occurred, I was like, um, I just, I feel like so tiny and small, like I'm embarrassed. Right. right. I don't see any of that coming off yeah. of Will Smith. None of it. I think until you realize, and this has happened with other, you know, it's not just him. It's happened with other celebrities um, until they realize that how this is going to financially impact me. And then they start saying, okay, well now, like you said, I've got to start doing damage control and it's not heartfelt. I'm, I'm doing it more to save myself than I am to do anything else. 
Right. And, and I think, you know, I mean, in the, in the grand scheme of this, I would actually, I, and I think others will feel this way. Like that's all such a minor aspect of what's probably going on because like, let's be honest, it, it, from what little I know, it, it doesn't sound like their children are, are completely well adjusted, which also suggests really fucking weird home life and thought, you know, interaction between, because wasn't like the son going to sue for like independence at one point? Am I making that up? I don't know. That I, I don't know. But, yeah. and, and, and again, I mean, I'm, I'm getting little snapshots and we all know from social media, like there's a danger in drawing conclusions, but it just seems like to me, like right now, the bigger concern for him, if I were in his inner circle is his mental health and well-being. Hmm. of like, you want to like, punch him because you're just irritated that he made such an irrational action. But at the same time, that's like the opposite of what you need to do. Right. Because if the guy's already got some history expressed of mental health concerns, this isn't going to help. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just dogpiling, right? I'm yeah. wondering if it's when, when rock was approached, if that's one of the reasons he said, no, I'm not pressing charges. Cause maybe he is aware that the dude's right. got issues. Like I'm not about to and compound it by fucking pressing again, charges and Chris making rock it worse. The better gentleman. Right. Yeah. Well, the other thing you got to think about too, though, is this this doesn't just impact him. I mean, you think about the number of movies now that could potentially get shelved and or canceled, and all the people that are involved in those, right? You know, and how this is going to impact their lives in terms of you know financially and, and everything. So it, it's not just you know something that he's got to deal with. It's it's the fallout that everybody else has to deal There's with. There's always collateral damage. Yeah. Well, here, you know, this is, I've not seen the movie, so I do wonder as well if, if the emotional toll of playing that, that role had an effect on him. You, you know, wonder, did he, did he go too far method acting? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him to necessarily be a method actor, but right. I mean, the man did just win. You he's know, no Jared Leto. Performance. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen, yeah, the, I've seen the movie. And, and I, I don't. Yeah, you got. A I didn't get the impression that you know that Richard Smith was was. I mean, he protected his family. Again, it was a movie, you know, so you get bits and pieces of it, but not to the point that you know he was going to go fight somebody like that. No, but he does try to make that correlation both in his statement yeah. the day after, and even when he wins the award. You know, I'm playing this character who was a staunch defender of his family. Those were his exact words, and it's like. Did you really just justify your actions? And, and then, of the course, movie? you look at, like, you know, yeah, Serena and Venus, they're kind of like, uh, yeah, their dad getting involved in this. Their dad <laughs> came yeah. out and said, we don't condone violence yeah. in this family. We never have. We never right. will. I mean, they they went after his throat. Which, yeah, which, exactly so. which I thought was an interesting point my wife made was King Richard. It, it's showcasing. It's showcasing the monumental rise of two women by framing it around dad like it's not even an empowering woman movie because it's about dad like the only reason they are there is because of dad she's like that's fucked up right because it doesn't it should be empowering women and yet they still focused on a male figure yay Mm -hmm. i was just like hey it is what it is well i tell you we haven't discussed what is probably the absolute explanation for all this which is the Macbeth curse (laughs) I, I'm not joking. Have you heard about this? Uh, well, I mean, I know Macbeth. I know his wife was a harpy. No, let's <laughs> and uh, forced let's, him, let's, wanted no, him to do a there. lot of shit. The, it traces back to the the curse of Macbeth, which its first production had disaster all over it, um, to include like multiple deaths and uh, like 
fake daggers being misplaced with real daggers. So the, it, within the theater community, the, the, the thing is you cannot say Macbeth, I believe, unless you're uh, in the midst of like a rehearsal. Don't stand but in the bathroom other, with the lights off, standing in the mirror. Saying otherwise, Macbeth, Macbeth. <laughs> if you utter the word Macbeth on a stage, the, the superstition is you, you have to exit the theater, spin around three times, spit, curse, and then knock on the theater door to be allowed back in. And that is moving from along. moving. That along. is from the Royal Shakespearean <laughs> Company website. I don't know. I'm not this. making that Beetle up. Macbeth. I swear Beetle to Macbeth. God. Beetle Macbeth. <laughs> right before it happened, he says to Denzel Washington, Macbeth, I loved it, or something to that effect. Mm. That, that is okay, absolutely true. Yeah, I love the camera cutting when he's up there and he goes, Denzel just met me and said, when you're at your highest, and they showed Denzel, and it was on par with Tom Hanks's face when Ricky Gervais was fucking hammering people. I was, you yeah. know, in the moment, Denzel's like, why this guy mentioned me? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to help him. No good deed goes unpunished. Damn it. Uh, I, I do want to pivot to something real quick because, you know, Grinch, your wife, or you said it via your wife. And, and I think uh-huh. it does bear conversation is if it had been a female presenter on stage, obviously we would like to think the same thing doesn't happen. Right. If it had been a male other than if it had been a white male, does he walk up and slap him for the, if it had been a Ricky Gervais, does he walk up and slap him? Uh, if it had been the I rock, he just sit there and laugh. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Next uh, year, so Mike Tyson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think, is it indicative if it had been anybody else, if it had been a person of color, different gender, whatever, do they get slapped? You know, and it's just like, I don't it know. Was, it was a bit of perfect storm. I, I will definitely say that. Because, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, anything, honestly, just about anything that would have given him pause further, I think may have changed the trajectory. Because that yeah. fuse was lit and you only had a few seconds to put it out. Yeah. And right. it did it. <laughs> you know? keep McBeth's name out your fucking mouth, your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's fucking funny <laughs> yeah Dude, you it was can just all... a gi jane joke that's right yeah. it says uh according to an old superstition you must never utter the name of the shakespeare character in a theater except to perform or rehearse a line from the play instead the monarch must be referred to as quote the scottish king or quote the scottish lord Okay, well, now we and refer that. to the work itself as the Scottish play. Gotcha. All right. Well, I appreciate that. You've educated us all on the I, Macbeth I, curse. Like you all, the first time uh, the missus uttered that to me, I was like, What? And she's like, Yeah, this is a real thing. I'm like, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking lying to me. Don't fucking lie to me. Like, did, 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 did we get confirmation from the magic man in the sky who grants wishes that this is true? Look, if we're going to ask anybody, we're going to ask Ace and Diana, hey, is this true? Is this a thing? Yeah. Just see what they say. It's like walking under a it's, fucking ladder or kicking a black cat. <laughs> it's on the internet. It has to be it has true. to be true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting week and we, we've joked about it, all the memes going back and forth. And it's like, this is never going to die. Uh, and unfortunately for Will, this is ingrained in the psyche forever. It's on film. It's there. 
you cannot undo it. Yeah. This is worse than, oh, I type that out on in text, right? Like they say, oh, that never goes away. It's always there. Well, this is visually, this is never going away. You're going to watch this dude get slapped repeatedly. I mean, dude's now a meme, right? Like, I mean, right. I don't, and, not, and not in a good way, right? But, like, but the news cycle will change. It will. And, and somebody else will do but, something. And, and, of course. I mean, you, you guys remember Russia invaded the Ukraine? I do, actually. <laughs> you know, I Amazingly mean, we're, we're, you know, that, yeah. that's kind of fallen by the wayside. You know, not for people in Ukraine, it hasn't. Well, no, clearly it hasn't. But I'm talking from a news standpoint, you know, it's and this will this will be the same thing. Right. Something else will happen um, that that will trump this. God forbid what that might be. But hopefully not Trump. Well, this is uh, (laughs) this is an ESPN instant classic. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 30 for Uh, 30. Yeah, and it's interesting. I uh, saw a thing by Stephen A. Smith, and he came out and was he was obviously deriding it, saying this is ridiculous. And saw a thing with Jim Carrey saying the same thing, and it was just like he should be gone. He uh, he's like I was yeah. sick to see him just sitting there and being allowed to go up and and accept the award. He should have been gone. You know, it's like what are we telling people? What are we saying in terms of this? Going, hey, you can do that and get away with it. Yeah, which is in essence what he did. Agreed. As long as you're famous. You can get do it and get away right. with it. Exactly. And that's just that's a bad precedent to start setting. Uh, because it's obviously it's not a venue they expect to have something up, which I imagine is the shock of it when it happened. They didn't know what to do because it had never happened before. And like you guys said, next year there will probably be protocols in place and and they will find a way to prevent anything like this from ever happening again. Somebody will figure out something else to do. Uh, much like uh, you know, the fact that we didn't get to see it live, this live to tape now, everything used to be live. And then, you know, what was it? The thing with Justin Timberlake and uh, mm, Janet, Janet, Janet Jackson, Jackson happened. And then suddenly everything was on a delay because they, delay. they wanted to mitigate any any issue, which is why you didn't actually get to catch a lot of this live here in the States. They saw it overseas, but not here because it is live to tape. There is a delay on it, you know? So, I mean, they're going to find ways around it, but... Yeah, interesting night, interesting night, interesting situation. Whatever Will's dealing with, hopefully he gets it worked out if it is a mental issue. Look, if it's your wife, maybe that's not a, a relationship to be in. I was going to say, bro. I wonder if we see some sort of fallout like that now where, you know, he takes stock in his life. And and if there is a you know toxic relationship there, he finally says, you know what, Th- this isn't working, you know, and, and you see them split. It's possible. Again, speculation on my part. I have no idea, yes. I, you know, but. Like we, we always toe the line with right. legal. Yeah, we're very careful with legal. It's always speculation. Yes. But I wouldn't put it past him or shouldn't put it past him to take a moment of reflection and go, why did I do that? Right. And if that was a key contributing factor, looking over at her and her giving me this eat shit emasculating look, like I can't believe you let this man just disrespect me on national TV. Maybe you need to examine that situation and go, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's part of it too. Like, why, uh, how's she dodging? Why she ain't getting no smoke? Like, right. Yeah. Well, there, there, you know, and they, there have been some other videos I've seen that come out that show cell phone footage of her kind of chuckling after Will slapped Chris Rock and is walking back off stage, kind of like she's, you know, kind of reveling mm. and enjoying the fact the that, that just happened. I won the moment. A little bit. Yeah. Now, I mean, obviously it's cell phone footage. You know, you, you get, you know, a small piece of it. So you, you can't, you know, you're piecing everything together, but that, that was certainly the, the impression from, from watching that was that, you know, well, she, she sure should enjoyed the hell out of that. Look somewhere 
there is video footage from the Oscars. The camera is probably trained on her the whole time. Now, obviously, the edit we get from TV is it's on him and her when the joke's made. Cuts to Chris Rock on stage as he walks up. There is a camera somewhere in the house still focused on her when that happens. I imagine it's probably going to be like the NFL when they do their investigation. You know, they take all the different camera angles and piece them together in a time frame to go, okay, where was the ball win? They're probably doing that with this going, oh, look at her reaction while he's slapping him while he's walking mm-hmm. back, you know, because there's there's a ton of cameras in that place. Somebody, it wasn't just a cell phone. Someone's got a camera. She on. knows him probably better than anybody else in the plant. When he got up out of his seat, she didn't try to stop him either. No, she knew what he was going to she do. Didn't, she didn't implore him to sit back down. Right. Chase him up there but, going, don't do and this. And nobody did. That's the bigger problem. I <laughs> yeah, have. That, that, you know, right. Why did nobody try and intervene? Well, I, I, when you first watched it, I thought he's going to walk up and kind of lean in and go, dude, don't ever do that again. Well, like, he, you know, like man's man, like lean got, in. That, that's still, to me, that's unacceptable. Because oh, I think course. at that point, you're crossing that line. There, there, there's some sort of, and I know it's, it, you know, it's an award ceremony, so you have people coming up out of the stage. But, you know, that's crossing that line. It, it, maybe it's kind of an invisible line or whatever that, that he should have shouldn't have even walked up there to do that. It right. should have been something where, you know, he gets up, goes backstage, pulls him aside. Even if he slaps him backstage, you know, I'm still not justifying that. But to do it in front of everybody like that, you know. OK, so uh, what's the deal if he oh, go ahead? Grinch, sorry. Oh, well, I was just going to say, I mean, I think it again, it comes down to with nothing to reference let, let's let's just say the closest example was kanye when taylor swift got her award yeah and the Always fucking jackass got up you know and it, 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 i don't know if it had ever been done before yeah but made that entire audience uncomfortable you know saying I, i'm gonna let you finish you know but let me just say this like it, it, it's kind of in this it, there's maybe some similarities of like who the fuck is this guy to think anybody wants to hear him run his damn mouth? Now, in this case, there's a lot more personalization going on. And so, you know, I think, I mean, if I were probably being honest with myself, even if I were watching and I were on the front row, which I never would be, in my head, I'm still thinking rationally of what the outcomes might be. Right. You know, and you're almost like, well, this is going to be embarrassing. And then you're like, oh, shit, that was way embarrassing. It was embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) If he doesn't get up and he just yells, keep your wife's name out, your my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Like if that's all he had done. Different situation, right? I mean, then it's a different situation. I I don't again, I don't know that, you know, it's still a good thing. No, but yeah, it's it's not escalating. It, and it would be interesting to see, you know, if we ask the fancies, you know, Ace and Diana about this, you know, because being in show business themselves, right? There, there has to be, I would imagine, in your mind, you have to think, okay, there's nothing physically here, but you know, everybody knows this is the barrier. We aren't going to cross it and come out to the stage, most likely, and you shouldn't cross it and come onto the stage, you know. Otherwise. I think, you know, we're, we're going to change the way you're going to see all sorts of performances, you know, sporting events and everything. You know, you're going to have to have some sort of physical barrier between the fans and the players, you know, or the presenters and the actors. Yeah, and, you have like an ingress, egress area where yeah. you kind of control the flow of yeah, people. Yeah. It's the same with concerts, you know, you, you don't, you know, you, you will occasionally see somebody try and, you know, climb on stage and, immediately get tackled and drug off stage, you know, nine, 90% of the time, well, which, which is honestly where that separation started to come from with yeah. that pit there, 
Of yep. Like if they're body surfing, we're flinging them back. No, actually, <laughs> even that changed. They used to just push them back. Now they safely get them down, take them around to the side, right. and put them back out into gen pop. Beat the shit know? out of them and then put them back out. <laughs> Did you just say <laughs> gen you pop? Don't see, you don't see that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, certainly I think decorum has what is what held that rational it's, people it, yeah it, you know <laughs> a sense of the collect, collective decorum and that broke down because of one person's actions and you hate right. to see that there's some good that can come from this which is what we've been we've touched on already a couple of times which is hey can we lower the temperature in the room like humor self-deprecating humor all that's a good thing you personalize it and, and i said this on text and you draw in a medical condition yeah, but I guess I guess my question being, we we've heard a lot worse, right? And I'm not saying that it's right because it's. I mean, I don't know. Were, I guess I just stopped going. Well, that's it, right? Going. I'm not saying right. it's right, but this has been doing. They've been doing this for you know years. This isn't the first year that they started having kind well, of roasts, right? So you know what you're, you know what to expect. Yeah, but but but, he, but, but here's the difference, right? Like all right, when you when you're someone like you know, the Bruce Willis's or, or whomever that actually goes to be roasted on comedy central or whatever, they're agreeing to that contract of being roasted. Some of these people aren't that they, they, they didn't agree to this. I mean, they're going because they want to be a part of this event, not necessarily be roasted. Now I'm not really? saying it's right or wrong I, I, to Grinch's point. I think maybe what one of the lessons we, we've learned here is maybe this roast style presenting is not, working anymore maybe we need to pivot to something else and, and i'm not yeah and i'm not justifying or saying that it should or shouldn't continue all i'm simply saying is you know if you showed up there and weren't expecting that you're an idiot it happens every year it's nothing new you know whether it's right or wrong it doesn't give you the ability to say oh well you know all these other jokes have been okay you know all night but, but this one is where I'm going to draw the line. If you're sitting there laughing, if you're sitting there laughing at them roasting other people, and then they roast you, and then you get up and slap somebody, fuck you. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. and that's you what know, happened. The, the other thing I was wondering about, and, and I don't know that it makes sense given what transpired, other than maybe it just happened, and Will Smith in the moment didn't necessarily process. Because um, you know, people can especially like when you're on live TV and you're trying to maintain eye contact, it's almost like you're not really listening, right? You're more focused on the, on the, the interaction piece versus the, what was precisely said is all that important. I don't know. That's a working, working theory, but I do wonder if he, he had caught wind that a joke was coming because you have to imagine rehearsals happen. And that's, I mean, that's a community that talks, right? Right. And so uh, I just, I don't know. I was wondering, I'm like, could, could he, have, if, was that all extemporaneous, you know, or he was just riffing in the moment. Yeah. Well, I, I saw somebody a thing. Know? I saw a thing said that joke was not done in rehearsal mm, when they, when they did their walkthrough, that joke was not there. Okay. Whether or not, obviously he said, Oh, I've got this good joke. And I guess my issue with that whole thing and Hosh, you said it was whatever the extenuating circumstances are, but he, he, Pointed that joke at a loved one and in a medical condition. Uh, no, there was no mention of a medical condition. All he said is, Jada, can't wait to see in G.I. Jane too. Now, 
if he knew or didn't know that she had an autoimmune and suffered from alopecia, that's different. But his joke in no way, shape or form was potentially informed by any of that. A lot of African-American women shaved their heads and look gorgeous doing it. And so you're suggesting the other is that he didn't know. Maybe he he may not have known. It's I don't think it's fair to just say, well, she has this issue and he knew. And so he immediately targeted. But I think she's been very vocal about it from what I understand. After the fact, right. I think even before the fact, she was very vocal about. I never heard about it. Devil's advocate. Even if. But you don't listen to the same. You don't run in the same circles there, Thor. That you do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He didn't frame the joke, though, making fun of him as a medical. No, he did. It just simply the shaved head. Because no offense, and Demi Moore aside, like that chick is supposed to be a badass in G.I. Jane. That's the whole point of the movie. Right. Not that she's some crippled ass individual. Yeah, the whole thing is just so fucking bizarre. Like yeah, if is. she had said, like hey, whole life, if he'd have been like, hey, Jada, can't wait to see you in Powder 2, if you remember the yeah, movie right. Powder, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. that's an entirely different thing. Yeah. But it's like, Really? Like, that's what you're going to get your... see you and Jada does Dallas. <laughs> yeah, le- legal says we're not condoning any of these movies. Right. Uh, <laughs> Look, Will's going to be need. Will needs to make some movies now, apparently. So just saying. Uh, <sighs> Look, at the end of the day, what was the reasoning? We don't know. We'll never know. Will's the only one that knows him and his wife, probably. Um, so yeah. cancel culture. Yes. And the cancel culture thing that's going on. Oh, I think he gets swept up. I mean, well, sure. that's what I was going to say. His own yeah. community. I, I think the broader population, there's some split. I don't know what percentage of saying he shouldn't have said that, you know, but, and there are probably people that just love him and love Jada or both, you know, but uh, that's kind of Haas. I was thinking about that right before you said it, which was his own community is, is almost canceling him within the span of like 24 hours. Well, yeah. Are we I mean, talking about Chris or Will? Will. Will. Okay. Yeah, we see that by shelving movies potentially and, you know, getting, you know, quitting the Academy, which I think we all knew he was going to get released, whether he quit or not. I mean, I think that was a, probably a given. So, you know, that was just a safe face. But yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're going to turn on him now, I think. To some extent, At the end of the day, like- though, what are the repercussions, if not those things that you've mentioned? How does he pay the piper if it isn't through? I think I think what he should be living. in jail, and I think he should be sued. I mean, that, that's what would happen to any other person who is not named Will Smith. Probably, you know. The only if, thing I'll add to that is, I, I mean, in in this instance, it's Chris Rock's decision, right? Well, I mean, as a bystander who did not suffer the offense, you know, obviously there's no disputing the facts that it happened, but in terms of does the offended you know, want to take issue with the offendee. Yeah, but they don't, they don't always have to. Like the, the city or the county that the, the offense occurred in uh, yeah, I guess press could, charges. Bring, could bring charges. I just, yeah. I just wonder what value that serves for At them. At bare minimum, get, get the guy some mental health help. Get him some anger management classes. Well, uh, no, no, not maybe, even that. Maybe, the the min- maybe man- mandatory marriage counseling, you know, by minimum, a third party. You, know? you, you were making a statement that this is not okay. And there are repercussions right, right? to your actions. I think that's the bigger statement that needs to be made. You know, all the other stuff is important. You know, if, if he's got mental health issues, you know, marriage kinds of whatever. But at the end of the day, you just need to say what's wrong is wrong. And when you cross that line, there, there's consequences to it. You know, and let's be honest, right? I mean, OK, so he doesn't make another movie again in his entire life. He's probably going to be OK. He'll be fine. He'll be <laughs> yeah. OK. 
I mean, he's not so, Nicholas Cage or or, uh, well, or or Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but just back to something that we know is near and dear to our heart. You can have all the money in the world, but if your mental health isn't there, it doesn't matter. And right you know, for yeah. me, like, and that's kind of where I come from. Like, if I'm sitting there with the county police or whoever has jurisdiction, I, I would probably hold any action. Just letting this calm down a little bit to see what follows because you know yeah i mean we've talked about how are people identified i mean he's identified as an actor and should he never act again for all intents and purposes you've taken away what makes him him right i doubt he's going to get back into singing you know and yeah redemption story or whatever is possible but that's what's falling apart right now you know in the span of one night like his world as he knew it just changed but that's that's what happened. If well, I go into right, Mars, but that's not what he, that's boss, not what he went through in his head. I'm getting fired. Well, we know we're going to jail. We know we're in two you different know. worlds. There, we though. are. You don't know what world I live in, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I Apparently, he's the one that runs in circles where he knows Jada Smith's condition, which exactly. I don't. No. Oh, so you're, whenever you're I'm not right. at your house, you're saying that's where you are. Okay. Exactly. Are you in LA right now? I hear. He's in the know. That's what we love um, about Mac. But I, I mean, I guess to me, you know, it's more important to make an example of him because he is in the limelight, right? If I go to jail because I slap somebody, who fucking buddy cares, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, we, 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 it doesn't impact anybody. It doesn't set a message to anybody because nobody knows me. But at the end of For the day, him I to do it and get away with it, then it says, well, you know, if Will can do it, well, then look. maybe it's okay. Yeah, I know, but we all know privilege affords you a certain amount of, I agree. you know, status is going to, but I, I think what Haas and Grinch, you guys are like, don't throw him in jail. Just get him fucking help. You know, have somebody sit down with him and go, hey, bro, is everything if all he right? Needs help. We don't, we, right. we're assuming, right? I mean, he could just be fucked in the head. Right. I mean, he could just think that, you know, I mean, he may not truly be mentally ill. Uh, yeah. He may it, just say, yeah, you know, it, it may be an ego and I think so. there are probably two things that behind closed doors will start to really shape the outcome, which is where is he mentally? How is he interacting with the Academy? Um, you know, in their larger community. And then the second one, which I almost just say you throw out because he's replaceable is how important is he to Hollywood right now? Okay. Coming off best actor award. But Hollywood doesn't live and die by him. Now, if he were the Frank Sinatra of the time, you know, you can imagine that's probably getting handled a certain way. But he's, you know, I mean, he's well-respected, well-known. He's big, sure. But he's not bigger than Hollywood. So I think that's all going to come down to behind closed doors. How do they adjudicate this? And where is he? What if it had been Tom Cruise? They got slapped. Well, then the Scientologist would handle it behind the lizard people Uh would handle it behind closed doors. (laughs) His doppelganger, you know, doppelganger would be rolled out. Yeah, it would be. It's it's interesting because he's got one movie announced, three movies in pre production, one in post production. That one's going to get made. I mean, that's done. Uh, But he does he does have four movies currently from an actor standpoint. Uh, he also has one, two, three, four, five announced from a producer from a producer standpoint with one, two, three, four, five, six, six in pre-production. So 12 as a producer. 
that are that are out there. I'm wondering if yeah, they will this. take a hit. Would you want to work with him? Would you want to be another actor or actress on the set? Would you want to be I, in production with him at this point? I think that will give people pause until they get enough distance just to see how everything falls out. I think that's going to give people pause going, I, I'm not sure I trust that man on set. Yeah. Well, and it, I wouldn't it, blame him. And it's, I will say this. I mean, for me, it'd be less about worrying about him personally versus how he could jeopardize the overall project. So I'd be like, so let's talk about if or when he loses his shit. Right, right. What happens at that point? Is this thing still filming? Because I want to yeah. be an extra. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. A lot of people do get affected. So, uh, all right. Uh, any any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? Look, I mean, what can you really say about it? Obviously, Ooh, once Hancock it happened. too does seem appropriate in yeah, the follow-up, given his anger issues. Exactly. Uh, you know, obviously it was a shock. It was a shock that night. It has been kind of reverberating throughout the week. Uh, you know, who knows how this is ultimately going to fall out. Is he truly remorseful? Does he truly regret what he did? Or is it just kind of control of damage and trying to mitigate any issues moving forward? I, I don't know. I mean, it's all speculation from our perspective, but uh, you know, by all accounts, again, I, I, I want to reiterate kudos to Chris Rock for the way he handled it. I know I would not, I'm not, I'm not human, not, not a big enough man to accept that if you slap me, I'm not going to react. I'm sure as shit not going to look off stage and then look back at the camera and go greatest night in television. Mm -hmm. No, that's not happening. So kudos to him. Uh, and obviously kudos to the three of you for joining me for this one. I do appreciate it. I know it has been a long week, a lot going back and forth. Uh, you know, never gets old, never gets old talking to you guys, never gets old the memes, never gets old the jokes. Hey, I can appreciate Chris Rock. You know, my wife has an autoimmune. She actually suffers from the same thing that Jada does. If Chris wants to make a joke about my wife, that's fine. You know, and if she had gotten on stage and slapped him, be an entirely different scenario because the joke was directed at her. But obviously that didn't happen. So it is what it is. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much, uh, you know, for sharing our H2O drinks, our Long Island iced tea, our Grinch anger. What was it? Anger management. I'm an angry elf. It's a what drink, drink called anger, but it's better drink than drinking anger. alcohol. It's, a, it's better than drinking alone. <clears throat> Got it. And then Haas, your I don't even remember now. Old old fashioned with nothing in it, but a, a, a water bitters. <laughs> and some water, water cubes. Orange bitters. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, as always, I appreciate you gentlemen being here. Thank you so much. Uh, giving me your perspective and your hot takes on the topic. Uh, debate or not. We'll leave that to our listeners to decide, as I've said before. Ultimately, it's about how they view the topic and, and not about what necessarily we do here. But uh, yeah, if you'd like to drop us a line, go to our website, aspiriteddebate.com. Hit us up there, the drinks that we all have. You'll see lots of water drinks this week. Uh, but drop us a line there, a topic you'd like us to debate, drink you'd like Remember us to Remember to stay try. hydrated, kids. <laughs> Absolutely, and we all are. Uh, hit up our, our email, the four horsemen at aspiriteddebate.com. You can do all of those same things there. You can drop us a drink. You can drop us a topic. Maybe we'll reach out to you and have you on the show. Who knows? Maybe you can come on here and get Will Smith by one of us. <laughs> See what happens. As always, I love you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. And I look forward to doing this again next week.
The views, information, or opinions expressed during the A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the hosts or guests may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.